you have all been listening uh, uh, to everything that's been coming through worship, because that's basically my sermon. <laughs> so if you uh, haven't, I'm going to give you a bit of a recap, as it were. But uh, today, it's going to be a bit of a whistle-stop talk. I'm going to cover, oh, I don't know, thousands and thousands of years of history in 30 minutes. <laughs> so, today actually happens to be the first day of Advent. So, if you were hoping to hear part four of Ruth, I'm very sorry, that will come in the new year. Today, we're going to focus on the story of we're looking at Christ coming. We've already in worship been talking about God with us. We've already been talking about this expectation that's coming. Okay, we up and running. Awesome. So the title, for those of you that like titles, the title is The Imminent Arrival of an Imminent God. Okay. Alright, so that is the title. Second slide, please. Let's look at these words then. Imminent, coming soon. We don't know when. It's an unspecific time. The bus is imminent. When? One minute? Two minutes? Half an hour? Who knows? It's coming soon. We waited, we know it's coming, we just don't know when. Okay? Imminent. Second word, imminent. Imminent. God withered. God in our time and space. God showing himself to be with us. Often people can think of God as God the Father, this distant, that's God transcendent, God all-powerful, but God wants relationship with us. God wants to be with us in this time and space. We are talking about the greatest love story of all time. This is so wonderful. Today is about looking at the most wonderful, wonderful love story. But to start with, I want to have a little bit more of a look at this idea of what happens at Christmas. What do we do? What's the one, one of the things that we do? Kids, what are you looking forward to about Christmas? What do you reckon? Kids, you Okay, what else happens at Christmas? You get presents! There we go. I love presents. I love presents. <laughs> so, a few years back, while I was still in China, I wanted the Lego Death Star. <laughs> and so, Joy promises me that she will buy me it. We go on Taobao. Taobao is the Chinese equivalent of Amazon. Okay, so we go on Taobao, we find it, and then I'm waiting. Yes, it's coming. I'm waiting expectantly. I'm waiting because I am excited. It's what I want. 
There is joy in my waiting. I'm hopeful. Joy has promised it. I've got to get it. I'm there. In that moment, I'm waiting. The gift is imminent. And I'm there. And I'm like, oh, where can I display it? Oh, how long is it going to take me to make it? Oh, I can't wait to reenact some of the action scenes from the films. It's going to be great. There I am. I'm waiting. I'm planning. I'm excited about the arrival. It is imminent. And then it comes to me. I get it. The parcel arrives. Taobao somehow magically knows where I live despite my bad Chinese <laughs> and all my efforts through Google Translate. It arrives. I get to open it. It's there. I get to enjoy it. The gift is now imminent. It's with me. It is with me. I can enjoy this gift. So there is the anticipation, the excitement before it arrives. And then there's the joy of it being there. Now, throughout history, next slide please, throughout history, we see God promise again and again and again, I'll be with you, I'm going to be with you. You see, right at the beginning, he broke that relationship with God. We don't deserve a relationship with God. And yet, throughout time, he chases us. Promise after promise after promise, right through the Old Testament. I told you we were going right back, right back to the full. Even there, even there, God promises restoration of relationship. Even there, he says, from your seed, your seed will come. Redemption. And then you've got Noah and the promise and the covenant there. Then you've got Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, all the way through. King David, we heard it today in the psalm. All the way through history, God is promising. God is promising relationship, restoration of relationship. Relationship. Over and over and over and over God promises. And we come to this point, and I think this passage, and I picked it in its entirety. We're used to reading the beginning and we're used to reading the end. So this is Isaiah 9. We're used to often just quoting the first few verses and the last few verses. So let's just read the whole. Let's get the whole context of what's going on and why this is just so amazing. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land deep of darkness. A light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their They rejoice before you as a people rejoice at the heart. As warriors and rejoice with dividing the thunder. For as the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot you 
the account. Now, I'm not expecting you to be able to read all this. This is right at the start. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. This is where the angels appear to Mary and to Joseph. And then at the end, the bit at the bottom, this is where we're focused. And this took place to fulfill what the Lord had sent through the prophet. And the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. God fulfills his promises. Here is the promise fulfilled. God is promise keeper. God does this. He chases after us. He is the one who fulfills the promises. He is the promise keeper. He is the one after us. He is the one reaching out. He is the one who gives us this glorious gift. He is the one that is doing this. God keeps his promises. And so now the gift is given. Jesus is given. Like all gifts, it would be a bit of a shame if they're not open or not used. I mean, what is the point of that waiting, that excitement, if, for example, my death star stayed inside the box, unmade? Pointless. How do you think joy would feel? I spent that, all that money on you, and you're not even going to open the box. What's the point? There would be some frustration. Some annoyance. I could have spent that money better. Gifts are there to be received. Gifts are there to be opened. Gifts are there for us to enjoy.
God. We read in Psalm 96 this morning. God is holy. God is just. We can't restore that relationship. We can't do anything about it. Even if we wanted peace with God, we can't do it. There's no way. But God has done it for us. God has done it for us. Yeah. And as we remember Christ's birth, we need to look forward to Christ on the cross dealing with our sin. Yeah. But Christ taking upon himself that punishment that we deserve. And then remembering the empty tomb. Remembering the resurrection. Remembering the power. And remembering that power lives in us. As we were praying this morning, fear has no place. Anxiety has no place. God has dealt with it. God has dealt with it. God brings healing. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. That is what we are living in. Because... He came back to life. We live in that same power day by day. That is why we can have peace with God. That is why the relationship is restored. It's nothing that we have done. And then we move on. We move on through the story. And Christ doesn't just stay with us. As one person on earth, he ascends and says, I ascend into heaven so that the Holy Spirit may come. That you may live in the power of the Holy Spirit. That you may have yeah. that wonderful relationship. So that everybody can. So that everyone can come and enjoy that gift. So that everyone on this earth has an opportunity to experience that. Yesterday, we were at that event, Celebrate the Nations. We looked at the whole idea of every tribe, every tongue, Mm. every nation coming and being part of that amazing family. That can only happen through the Holy Spirit working through us, the Holy Spirit coming and uniting us as God's family. So we have peace for today, no matter how bad it seems. Just like at that time when Isaiah was writing 700 years before the arrival of Christ, Isaiah could have peace. He knew, he knew that God was coming. He knew he could have peace with God. In the same way, we can have peace with God in this relationship day by day. But not only do we have peace with God, we have hope for tomorrow. We have hope for tomorrow. 67 times the scriptures promise that Christ will come again. 
This is a promise. Does God keep his promises? Yes, yes he does. Do we know that God is that, that Jesus is coming again? Yes, we do. So the question is, how are we waiting? How are we waiting? Great, we've received the gift. So what? Is it just for us to enjoy? Do we hold on to it for ourselves? Is that what God has called us to do? No, absolutely not. God has called us to share, to go out. God is so merciful. Christ has not come back yet. More and more can come into this wonderful kingdom and come into relationship with God. God wants to mend broken hearts. He is all about restoration, reconciliation, bringing people to himself. He wants a huge family. He wants everyone to experience joy. Praise God that he is so merciful. He has not come back yet. We have an opportunity here. We have an opportunity to share the good news. We have the opportunity to go out and give this gift out. Hey, have you heard of Jesus? Hey, do you want this wonderful, wonderful relationship? Oh, do you want to know God? We have an opportunity. How are we waiting? You see, Christ's second coming is imminent. We don't know when, but it could be soon. We don't know the timing, but it is imminent. We read that in the scriptures. We're urged. There's an urgency about when it's about Christ's second coming. We're called. We're called to look at how are we waiting? Are we going to be those people who go out, like in the Christmas story, like the shepherds? Good news, good news! Christ has come. Are we going to be like the three kings? Now, I know all the way through, you've probably been wondering on the slides, what exactly has been cut off on the <laughs> left-hand side? What was meant to be there? Well, it's a star. And who followed the star? The wise men, they came from the east. They saw it in the heavens and they came to worship. Yeah. And they came to worship. <laughs> we have lots of events coming up. But let's not think about it as events. This is a chance to really enjoy living in that moment of waiting. We have a God who is imminent. We are in relationship with God is with us through his Holy Spirit. We have this wonderful, wonderful relationship. We already have the peace with God. So let's share the good news. Let's worship more. Let's fall in love with this God that so, so, so loves us that he chased us right across time. Thousands and thousands of years. He has been chasing you, and he's caught you, and he's got you, and he won't let go. You are in his family. If you know and love Jesus, you know that's your friend. And because of what he has done for you, then we are in that position. Of hope. What 